1: dare you just say it like you mean it thank you lord hallelujah hallelujah Thank thank you thank you thank you thank you when i say thank you i mean i appreciate it when i say thank you i'm grateful I'm not going to let what is. I'm not going to let what is outweigh what's going to be. I'm going to say that one more time. I'm not going to let what is outweigh what's going to be. And since what's going to be outweighs what is, I can't help but say thank you. The reason why I'm saying thank you is because I'm I'm coming out. Uh You got to be in before you can come out. Thank you. And on top of that, you got to want to. Hmm. There's an old saying, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You can take a dog and stick it here down in the bucket. If you don't want to drink, you going to paw and scratch and you can't make him drink. What are you saying? You got to want to. Got to want to. To be saved, you got to want to. To stay saved, you got to want to. To be an overcomer, you got to want to. Because the adversary is gonna show you stuff to Uh say it won't happen, but in the end you gotta still say, You gotta have a want to, I am. Uh Uh-huh. That's just like driving one of them big trucks. You can run around, you can go at it. But when you get to those big hills, you gotta go back and get some help. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You gotta gear it down. So you can go up that hill because it can't. Well. I'm not talking about the little car you got with automatic transmission. Some of y'all don't know. All you know It's just saying, oh, no, no, it's doing all that. I'm talking about somebody's driving a standard shift. When you have to go back and get some help. Sometimes you get on a spot and you have to go back to second. And you make it dead, And Then work your way back up. <laughs> Sometime in life you're going to get to some spots where you have to go back to second. Because fourth gear, you, just, you, just, you can't go up that hill. You, you're going to have to go back and get something. And you can see it when it gear down. It get, it's, it's in that pulling mode. And you don't take it out of that halfway up the hill either. You're getting no help right now. You, if you do, you're going to to start all over again. So, but don't y'all worry. The Lord gave me a message this morning. I'm trying to my best to just talk a little bit because I could, I could really already be in it. But I'm just glad I'm saved. I'm thankful to be here. I don't care what nobody else say. I'm just, I'm thankful to be alive. Somebody said, well, you know, the world's in a bad shape. Ain't none of y'all trying to run out in front of no 18 willows and doesn't get out of here. It ain't that bad. You didn't drink no gasoline last. night. you still here. Hello. You didn't sit yourself on fire. You still here. You didn't jump off into the Trinity. So, I mean, it, it may be bad, but you ain't bucking to go nowhere. Well, on, well amen. <laughs> well, I can't, I just can't take no more. Why, why are you here this morning? I thought you couldn't take anymore. I believe you can take a little bit more. Somebody ought <laughs> so to say amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm wrapped a little tight this morning thanking God for being saved. Thanking God for the Holy Ghost. Thanking God for being delivered. Thanking God, got a mind to live right. Every day, not just one day, but every, I got a mind. That when I get up, my mind is to live right. Jesus gave me a mind to live right. Not just to do right, but to live right. The Lord gave me something on the way to church, and I had to write it down. Look like we're getting ready to make another teacher. You know what the Lord gave me? Y'all might want to write this down. The Lord gave me this coming to church, and I kept rehearsing and rehearsing. I rehearsing say, I said, Earl, you can't forget it. When I got in the office, I started, and then he gave me some more, and I started drawing a hand with a, with a finger pointing. And what he gave me coming to church was a better you, a better me, a better us. That's What he gave me coming to church, a better me better you. A better us. If you get better as a saint and I get better as a saint, you know what it's going to do? It's going to make a better us. If my sister Roger and I, if she get better and I get better, then it's going to make a better us. Uh Notice I didn't say a better her and I stay like I am. But everybody got to do some bettering. Uh That means there's some room for improvement. So all y'all that's married, all y'all that's not married, whatever, just tell yourself, even in your workplace, wherever you go, if you work on bettering you and the people around you work on bettering themselves, you know what it's going to be? A better us. You can't tell me you can't stand some better. I'm going to have to put that on the back of the the T-shirt. Don't tell me you can't stand some better when somebody look at it and don't want to walk off and say, well, he ain't talking to me. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You can look up this way, and I'm going to run my eyes. I'm talking to everything in here. You do better. The other person do better. You do better as a wife. You do better as a husband. You know what's going to make a better us? I ain't getting no help right now. You get better at home. She get better at home. You know what home get? Homes get better. you an usher. You do better as an usher, and the, and the next usher do better as an usher. You know what we have? We have a better usher boy. Thank you. I'm excited this morning. I just had to get that one out. That was something he gave me on the way to church. I don't know why I'll be doing doing this praying and sometimes the Lord just won't say nothing. He don't even turn the fax machine on. He'll wait till I get to the red light. Wait till I get in the Back in the back in the office, and then he'll say, this is your message. (laughs) But I learned. I I, I copied it down. I copied the scripture down, but I didn't write nothing. I don't have a manuscript. It's going to come hot from heaven. And I know what God gave me this morning. I'm going to preach it. Amen. One thing I am, I am who God made. I'd rather preach than a mockingbird sing. I'd rather preach than a hog grunt. I was a, one man told me I was a heck of a carpenter. But I'm a better preacher than I am was a carpenter. This is my life. I ain't got nothing else. I'm not trying to be nothing else. I'm just, I just want to, and, and I always said in my testimony, I don't, I don't want my name in lights. I don't want people bragging and saying this and that. All I want is when people start talking about me when I'm gone Say he was a good little holiness preacher. That's all I want. That's all I want people to say. He was a good holiness preacher. I'm going to preach holiness. Whether you like it, it don't matter. I'm going to preach it because see, holiness is right. Everything else is wrong, but holiness is right. And the Lord said, be ye holy for I am holy. You can be Baptist, but be a holy Baptist. Be like John. John was a Baptist. But he was full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being a good Methodist. But be a, a saved, baptized, Holy Ghost-filled Methodist. But I promise you, when you get filled, you're going to leave. If you're going to be a Catholic. Be a good Holy Ghost-filled Catholic. But when you get filled, you're going to stop hell and Mary, Mother of God. Because you're going to come into the knowledge of the truth. There's one mediator between God and man. And that's the man, Christ Jesus. Mary didn't die for us. Jesus died for us. Amen. Amen. He shedded his blood on Calvary. Thank you. But you know one thing I'm glad about? He didn't just die. He got up. Yeah, yeah. It'd have been, it would have been bad if he had just died. He'd been just like everybody else, just died and, and stayed in the grave. But when Jesus, was, when Jesus was in the grave, his body was in the grave, uh-huh. he went to hell and ran a revival on the banks of hell. I ain't getting no help right now. Took the keys of death, hell, and the grave from the yeah. devil. Kicked the devil's tail in Hell preach to those souls that died before, uh-huh. had revival in hell, on the banks of hell, and then came back and got in that body. And if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead, yeah. Yeah. if it dwells in us, yeah. Yeah. Woo, you know what it's going to do? It's going to also quicken our mortal body. It's going to make us alive. Uh-huh. I ain't getting no help right now. You can say what you want to say. When you get the Holy Ghost, it's going to change you. Yeah. When you get filled, you may have been quiet and compact and all laid back, but when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, your whole personality changes. Amen. When folks say they got it and I don't see no activity, uh-huh. I doubt what you say. Ain't no way you can sit on no hot stove. This is a hot stove right here, and I tell you to park it. Sit up there right there, and i get that stove hot. You just gonna sit there. Well, uh-uh. When the world get on fire. Everything in you going to catch on fire. <laughs> You're going to move. Well, thank you, Lord. Ain't it something about God? He changes us. And when he changes us, that that we used to be, we're not that anymore. And we can't help it because it's what's in us. You ever seen one of those water hoses laying out in the yard, and sometimes you turn the water on, and all of a sudden that hose starts doing this? It's just out there dancing by itself. You know what? It's trying to handle all that pressure and stuff that's coming through it. This is why we act like we act when we come to church because all that that's in the inside of us is trying to express itself in our little frail bodies. <sighs> Sometimes I ask the Holy Ghost, "Have mercy on me." Mm-hmm. me. Sometimes I the Holy Ghost. I come like up here now. Sometimes he jokes hit you. Sometimes I'm praying and He hit me so hard. Sometimes. Don't hit me so hard next time. (laughs) See, the Holy Ghost is the power of God. And when he's in your little frail body, and he gets to moving around, and the thing about it is, he's not coming out. He's moving around. And then when he starts expanding himself, and he's in you, and your little body gets to trembling and shaking and jerking and going on and hollering, well, maybe some of y'all ain't experienced that yet, but keep living saved. It'll happen. Lord's a keeper. Over 50 years ago, the Lord saved me, and I'm saved by choice. I love God. I love holiness. I was telling Sister Rogers, we were riding. I, I told her, I said, the reason I'm like I am, because I've got to be right. It ain't about what nobody says. This is my conviction, that I've got to do right. I may not do everything right. and I'm not talking about sinning. Let me clear that up. But my intention is if I fall short on handling anything, I'm going to fix it. Well, amen. That's me. I work on me as a carpenter. When I was doing carpentry work, when you do interior trim. You got to have a sharp eye for detail. And so often I see little bitty things. Y'all may not believe this, but that eye for detail in the natural, it carries over in the spirit. Just because I don't say a thing, that don't mean I don't see a thing. Just because I don't say a thing, that don't mean I don't hear a thing. And see, the Lord will speak to the preacher. Won't tell you nothing. Hello. Amen. It's called discernment. So the thing about it is, in this, my job is to be the best I can be. And then my job is to try to make you be the best you can be. I can teach you how to fight, but I can't fight for you. You have to have that desire. I can inspire you to go, but you got to want to go you got to want to do. And the Lord gave me a simple message this morning. There was a whole lot of scripture I had to put out, but I'm just going to condense it down. My subject this morning for the saints of God, and we thank those that are watching by YouTube and those that are watching by YouTube and Facebook and listening by podcast and our YouTube listeners. We're going to ask you to hit that subscription button, but don't you touch that dial when I start digging. I pray that God just lock it and you can't change nothing. <laughs> the Bible saying you shall know the truth. Uh-huh. People don't, y'all might not believe this, people don't like the truth. They don't know. Well, amen. They said one time, you know, this Abe Lincoln wouldn't tell a lie. One time his wife asked him, say, is, is this dress too tight? And he said. I know I don't have as much hair as I used to have. I don't care how it's Well, Pastor, Pastor, you just look just as good as you did 10 years ago. You're lying the truth, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. All this great stuff I got, and, 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 and some of it. I know the Lord said he know every, every strand on my head. He know when number 66 left and when 48 and 153 pulled out. Uh-huh. Hey, Amen. He knew when 13 turned gray. Hey, ain't getting no Do y'all not know God is so particular about us living saved and about his scripture? He even knows when a sparrow falls to the ground. Now, you think how big the world is and how many sparrows can die in a day? I'm talking about a bird. Uh If a bird die, God, he takes an account of that bird dying. So you mean he's not taking an account of you? If he's aware, he said, consider the lilies of the field. They, they toil not, neither, neither do they spin. Yet Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed as one of these. Look at the penguin. He's got a perfect tuxedo. Perfect. Don't even have to send it to the cleaners. All they do is just jump in the water and swim a little while and come back out. Look at the crow and the raven. Got a perfect black suit. God takes care of them. The ant, they don't worry about nothing. You can you can block that path? You know what they'll do? They ain't getting no help. Right. They're gonna come up somewhere else. You put some poison on that ant heel in your yard and wait a little while. Ah, oh, I got them now. You just got that spot. They're gonna kick up somewhere else. You know why? Because they're te- determined to live. Wouldn't it be something if the saints of God was determined to live? Wouldn't it be something if the saints of God was determined, I'm gonna overcomer, I'm gonna stay an overcomer? Wouldn't it be something? If the saints of God told themselves, I'm better than this. Irregardless of what the enemy say, I'm not wilding in pity. I'm not having no party. I'm better than this. This is my constitution. This is who I am. Some folks say, well, pastor, you don't know what I've been through. My baby died while I was preaching. The mother of the church walked up to the podium and said, I think you better pray. My baby died. How I many of you had a child to die right before your eyes, especially when you were up talking about a God that can do any and everything? Come on, come on Two months old. When you want to talk all that junk to me, shut up. I don't want to hear. Sister Roger's a young woman. I'm a young man. Mike a couple of years old. I'm probably 23 or somewhere in that area. My Young in the ministry, my baby died in church. And the mother of the church walked up to the podium and said, I, I think you better pray. And the Holy Ghost, the devil said, what you going to do now? The Holy Ghost said, finish your message. Make your altar call. me one of the greatest altar calls ever made in my life. One of my classmates, his wife got saved in field." dad was a mortician he told me he said don't worry about nothing he said we got it today he and I are just like that amen see when you start running your mouth about what you are going through somebody else always been through more than you have when you start painting your picture singing your song what if sister Rodgers and I were still moping over Didi? What if we were still running to the graveyard and we had a memorial and all this in the house with her on and we still on our birthday, we still go in there and just lay out and cry. You move home. The Lord gave. The Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm not saying it didn't it just happen overnight. But you have to work to get to that point. You have to tell yourself, I'm going to get there. It's not to say that we don't think about her. Memories don't come up in this and that and the other, but it don't hurt like it used to. That's been over 50 years ago. I mean, God's good. So I'm saying to us this morning, you need to get your act together. And my subject this morning that the Lord gave me is you can be the living. You can be delivered. I want to explain a few things to us this morning. See, there is one filling of the Holy Ghost. But there's many refillings of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Well, somebody said, well, Pastor, I got it. I don't need another one. Well, bless you. But when Jesus' disciples got out there and the enemy got to pressing them, and they got to praying, they said, Lord, behold, they're threatening. Because the heat was on you know what to buy? And the Lord, feel them again. There's one feeling, but there's many refillings. Listen to me real good. Whom the son set free is free indeed. There's one deliverance, but there's many deliverances. What are you saying, pastor? After the Lord saved you and you get filled, now you got to get delivered from you. Don't you think the day that the Lord filled you, with the, the Lord you You know why? By grace or, or you say through faith and that not of yourself is the gift of God. The reason the Lord filled you with the Holy Ghost was because you believed that he would. And you came and you are broken in a contrite heart, God will not despise. So when you got to that point, God filled you. But after the Lord filled you, you know what? You still know how to roll a joint. Some of y'all have been filled for years, you can still roll a joint. You still remember some of your dance moves. And if you ain't careful, you have to, you have to, you (laughs) all you say, folks, how many of y'all ever been somewhere and some music was playing and you had to catch yourself? It wasn't church music either. (laughs) You have to be careful going into all this Christmas season. You don't get caught up. Well, Pastor, I'm saying that because the world the world skipped over Thanksgiving, and they already into Christmas, so I might as well start Christmas now. We got somebody on our way home. We passed by the house. They had you know what they had? They had Halloween and all that other mess out there. They skipped over Thanksgiving. They right on the corner. They skipped over Thanksgiving. And, and Sister Ross Well, maybe they got maybe there's a turkey or something. I say no turkeys out there. All they got is Frosty. They got Rudolph and Rudolph's wife or whoever, and the rest of them little imps. And they lit up. Already. I mean, we ain't got out of November yet. I'm seeing people in the neighborhood got professional companies coming out hanging lights on their houses. I've never seen our neighborhood like that where they have professionals coming out. I mean, they got lights on big spools, on trailers, and they decorating everything. You, you, got, you know what? My kids were not raised with Christmas trees. I'm just going to help us. Since my kids were not raised with Christmas trees, it was no problem for us not to have one. Hey, Amen. We had an area in the corner by the fireplace. We put their presents and stuff. And they, they got it. And you know what? They enjoyed them too. Boy, they just opened stuff, opened stuff. But we didn't go to that expense of going and getting a Christmas tree. And we didn't have uh, Frosty. We didn't have Rudolph. Now, all them other little demons. The other night, Sister Rod and I was looking at it, and they were, talking, they were showing Santa Claus. They had one over in Fort Worth at the stockyard. He had a cowboy hat on. One was riding, I guess one of the elves had a cowboy hat on. They had a western Santa Claus. And he was on a stagecoach. Didn't have no reindeers. He had horses put in his. And then they showed you got an Asian, you got black, you got all kinds. You got fat ones, skinny ones. How many of them is it? When we lie to our kids, you spend all that money, going to jack your credit cards up, going to sink yourself at the loan shop, trying to buy stuff for them, and going to tell them, look what Santa Claus brought you. And Santa Claus ain't paying a dime when it comes to paying it back. Ain't getting no help. Ain't getting no help. Ain't getting no help. I ain't getting on pastor. You just mess up But You got to let the kids have fun. That's what they did during Halloween. They want to fix Halloween. how you going to fix up demons and devils. Paul, the Lord said, I, I would that you not keep company with devils. So we want to make Christmas. We take it away from Jesus. Ain't nothing about his birth. Old little town of Bethlehem. That, that's every now and then. But now they jingle bell rocking and all. Y'all know what I, y'all know how, uh huh. Hey, well, Pastor, I never, yes, you're a and the truth ain't in you. You was out there decking the hall and Frosty and Rudolph, here come Rudolph. You were playing the temptations, knowing that reindeers can't fly. Where are you? But you did, did you did play it. I saw a reindeer flying. We believe all kinds of mess. We want to give the devil credit because well, he don't have any credit. If you buy something for your child, just tell your child, you know what? Mom and Daddy got this for you. Thank you, Mama. They appreciate you better. Tell them what Santa Claus was. Well, Mama, what did you bring me? And don't start lying, please. This is that time of the year. This is that time of the year. You can be delivered. This morning, I want to talk to us. I want to talk to people on YouTube, Facebook, listen on podcast. You can be delivered. Because you can have some ugly in you and be saved. United States Navy said a ship cannot go out to sea without being washed down when it come back to port. Because all those planktons and all that stuff stick to the hull, to the bow. So they have to wash the ship down and clean it. When Peter and them was fishing, what would they do? When they finished fishing, they washed their nets. That kept the nets from rottening. You might not believe this. When you go through this life, you go through a week of activity in this world, that's why you come to church. And Sunday morning, is you come to church so you can get washed down and get some of that mess off of you that you picked up during the week. And don't lie and say you didn't pick up. Yes, you did. It's part of it. Amen. It's part of life. When you come in contact with her. you don't have to do a whole lot to get lint on a black suit. Amen. Just pass by stuff. It's the same thing in life. And then you got that old nature. You may have been saved, but that old nature is still there. It's still tempting. You're still dealing with it. It's still trying to persuade you. And if you don't have enough, that old nature is going to override what you say you got only thing to keep that old nature from coming back is the power of the Holy Ghost. You can be delivered. You can be saved. After you get saved, you can get delivered. You can get delivered from a sharp tongue. You can get delivered from a busybody spirit. You can get delivered from just being nosy. You can get delivered from being rash. Selfish, all those things. Why did Paul write it in the scripture? He was talking to the church. Don't let these things once be named among you as becoming saints. You can have a stinky spirit and don't know you got a stinky spirit. You can have a boldness, a rashness about it. you. Can be a little, a little, you know, a little worldly in your ways of responding. You didn't curse, but you found some words with a curve on it. You can find another word for the D word and the S word and the, you know. Come come Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Had an incident that happened at our house. I won't go into no detail about it. And my son was over. His girlfriend was with him. And when it happened, we was all sitting in the den. and She told Sister Rod, she said, I know you and Pastor say, because somebody else, they've been cussing like crazy. <laughs> it never even crossed my mind. She said, she said, I know y'all say. See, it's something when stuff happens to you and you don't even get close to cursing. I ain't getting no help right now. Uh, I ain't getting no help right now. You drop, you drop your grandmother's pyrex dish and broke it into a million pieces. And all you could say was just Jesus. (laughs) If if, if he ain't in there, I'm going to say it one more time. If if he's not in there, I ain't getting no help right now. You can be delivered. But you know, deliverance comes when there's admittance. There has to be something there to get delivered from. And you got to own up to it. In the ninth chapter of the book of St. Mark, for those of you that have your Bibles, you can be delivered. Not only can the, the dope head be delivered from dope, a choir member can be delivered from an arrogance and an ugly spirit. Ain't getting no help. A preacher can get delivered from a womanizing eye. You can get delivered. Mark 9 and 14, KJV, and when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, and the scribes questioning them. Let me tell you all something. In this life, there's always going to be some church folk that's going to put you on the judgment seat. There's always going to be some church folk that's going to try you. And when I say church folk, I didn't say they were saved. Stay with me, church folk. Folk that profess to be saved, but they still curse, they drink, and they fornicate, commit adultery, and all kinds of stuff. But then they want to question what you believe. They want to talk about, well, I thought you were so saved. My former pastor of years past, he was at a restaurant, and he was eating. And this is how bold the devil is. He was sitting down at the restaurant eating, and the sister walked all the way over to the table and told him, Reverend Jones, you ought to be ashamed of yourself eating those nasty pork chops. Say, so don't you know when Jesus cast the devil out of that man that the devil went into those swines? And, boy, he was sharp. He had a fourth-grade education. Couldn't read a newspaper. But if you could read this Bible and leave out an or the, thee, he'll stop you and ask you, how are you looking at it reading it wrong? And I'm not, and I know you're reading it wrong. And the Holy Ghost quickened his spirit. And he said, oh, sister, how could you? You ought to be ashamed of yourself, drinking that nasty water. Don't you know that when Jesus cast the devil out of those swines, those swines ran off in that water, and you drinking water? You know what you have to do? Get a little tent and go back and sit down. See, you don't have to run from the devil, but you don't. See, the Bible told us to do this. He said for us to be meek, not weak. I'm not a rug that you can walk on. I know how to get you off and do it saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost and then speak in tongue and not making it up either. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, they saw Jesus, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. Look at it, they saluted him. And one of the multitude answered and said, "Master, look what he said, Master, giving him reverence. I have brought unto thee, my son, which had a dumb spirit. I want y'all to listen to this real good because when medical science, they are playing us. Y'all don't have to say, man. They are playing us about the mindset and the psychic of our children. They got us jacking our kids up, giving them all kind of medication. They got us doing things to our children. And all we're doing is damaging them. Listen to what Jesus said. And then when you think about it, ask yourself, do you know anybody like this? And he said this. He said, he asked the scribe, what question ye with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which had a dumb spirit. A dumb spirit. He can't talk. A dumb spirit. And whereas he taketh him. Listen what this man is saying. This is not the son that's doing this. This is the spirit. He taketh him continually. Ain't just one time. He teareth him. That means he, in the inside, he's literally ripping him up in the inside, and the boy is foaming and spitting up blood. In the holiness churches for years, when you came to the altar to receive the Holy Ghost, and they said, save me, Lord, hear me, Lord, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. You got three different people, one on one side, one in front, one on the other side. One how to save me, Lord, doesn't say, say thank you, Just doesn't say, say, feel me. You're trying to say all that out of one mouth, And they all up in your face. Sometimes they sometime they pepping you. Say Save me, save me, feel me, feel me, feel me. Thank you. I ain't, I ain't making this up. Some of you old saints, y'all know what I'm talking about. boy. They, I'm talking about they, 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 they're giving you a shower. They're giving the you over this. You're trying to get filled. You're trying to consecrate. But they're spitting all on you. And, and, and they tell you, say, Save me, Lord, save me, Lord, save me. Lord. You say, Save me, Lord, for five minutes without stopping. I guarantee you, you're going to get cotton mouth. You're going to start foaming at the mouth. And then the, you know, the next thing they want to tell you, say, Now, nah, he's purging you. That ain't no purging. You're foaming at the mouth because you, you can say Cadillac, Cadillac. Say Cadillac for 30 minutes without stopping. I guarantee you're going to foam at the mouth. They say, He's purging you. But the scriptures say you're clean through the word. The word is what you, you ain't clean by saying, save me, Lord. You're clean through the word. I ain't getting no help right now. That's all, Pastor, you, you better not touch that dial either. <laughs> I'm on the radio this morning. And they would do that. And they would just, they just weigh you out. Well, amen. amen. But people... Used to have that as a saying when people start forming. Say that, now, if a demon is in you, it can happen. But when people start foaming at the mouth and all that, that's the sign that a demon is coming out. So don't nobody chase you where where well, you have not purged long enough. What you think about purge? If I confess my sin, he's just he's just and faithful to forgive me of my sin, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Scripture. So. This boy, I want you all to notice what he said, and he taketh him, come out the spirit, he teareth him, he foameth, and gnasheth teeth, gritting his teeth. And then he, all of a sudden he pined away, and then he just passed out. That sound like somebody y'all know? That sound like some of these school kids? That sound like your grandbaby, your great-grandson? That sound like your son. Sound like your husband, your wife. He you said, "I speak to my disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not." Oh Lord. can you imagine? I know. You know, people say, I bind you. "Come out, come out, it In the name of Jesus, I decree by the power of God the blind come out." And the devil standing there, just having a fit. They could not. In other words. They didn't have the power to cast this spirit out. But I want you to remember something. Jesus' disciples have not been filled with the Holy Ghost yet. Amen. Keep it in your mind. do let the devil start telling you. Because the devil tried to tell you, well, you so feel. I'm going to tell you something after you get filled. Every demon you run up against. Don't, don't lay your hand suddenly on no man. I learned the hard way. I told y'all before. We went to this church in Lufkin, Texas. I'll never forget. Went to this church and this young lady boy, I James and John, they were brothers. They were twins and we call ourselves the sons of thunder. We go out on Friday night looking for revival and stuff. Looking for the devil. You know, I'm like Clint Eastwood. We walk in there, man, and here here she come over there on her knees, on her knees, them brown folding chairs. She was going down between them chairs just throwing them like that on her and I threw my puncho back. I, I told myself, I, I, I got this one. I got this one. Yeah. I'm gonna go over there and lay hands on her. I went to say, in the name of Jesus, I heard something like pow. And when I came to myself, I was on the other side of the church in the corner on the floor with my feet and legs up in the air. And I asked myself, How did you get over there? And you know what? I looked. And she was still throwing chairs. And I said, that devil is a lie." Somebody else will catch this one out. I'm not even going back over there. Taught me a lesson quick. Uh, You think I'm going to go back and put my hands back on her? No. Let the church roll on. We just went on and had church. Let let her do what you throw all the chairs you want to. I ain't bothering her. But see, I was young in God. And I'm going to tell you something. God ain't going to put all this glory on you when you first get saved. Because you'll make a shipwreck. Yeah. Just like when Jesus breathed on his disciples and told them, go out, he sent them out by two. What did they do? They came back and said, master, even the devil's a subject unto us. Man, they come back popping up, And the devil got in there. The devil swole them up and made them think they were somebody. Right. Right. Jesus, do no, know would us because the devil is subject unto you. <laughs> God help us. People come, pastor, let me tell you something. Woo last night and I prayed for this girl and her eyes were crossed. We laid hands on the power of God here and her eyes straightened up. Ah, thank you. You ready to go? Lay? Now you see somebody in the mall coming down the mall. You don't even know him. Lift your hand. No, you're going to jail. That's what you're going to do. Somebody's going to file a charge against you assault and battery. Listen what the Bible says. And I spake unto the disciples. That they should cast, notice he said, the father knew something was in the boy. He told them to cast him out, and they could not. And he answered him, listen to what I'm getting ready to say. It. Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with thee? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. He was actually talking to his disciples. Let me tell us, saints of God, God is expecting an acceleration in us. God is expecting us to climb to a different level. God is expecting us to get better and to be better. He's expecting us to see the things that the scriptures say and the things that he do. And our confidence get built. Listen what the Bible says. The says, Lord that's Lord, three questions. How long shall I suffer you? He said, bring him to me. And he brought him. Auntie, look, look they had to bring him. This devil is acting a fool. And when he saw him, whoo, when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him. Demon possession. People are talking about schizophrenic, bipolar, ain't nothing but demon possession. Too many spirits is talking. Too many voices is going on in your head. Cast the devil out and you'll be just fine. Putting you in an institution, locking you up in a cell, ain't going to change nothing. That same demon. Demons don't care nothing about so you. All they do is sit and wait for opportunity. When you lock them up, you know what they do? They get better. Oh, yeah. They stop acting a fool because they want to get out. But then when they get out, you know what they do? Oh, God. They go back to that old way. You know, Whew, thank you, Lord. Let me give you all a little secret. Two kings can't sit on the same throne at the same time. Amen. You cannot be demon-possessed and have the Holy Ghost at the same time. but no, you ain't no way. You have the, two kings can't sit on the same throne. Somebody's got to be in charge. That's right. That's right. Listen to what the scripture said. Listen to what Jesus answered. What this boy is going through. Look at what this boy is going through. Saints of God, we have to be able to endure stuff. Sister brought a good message last night. I don't care what you say and how you see it. She brought a good message last night. You can be delivered, but you gotta want to be delivered. You can be delivered, but you gotta wanna stay delivered. And they brought it to Jesus. That spirit went to acting a fool, and he fell down on the ground, wallowing and foaming. Look at what's happening to this boy. Why is he doing this? Because the spirit is making him do it. Amen. And when he asked his father, how did Jesus knew all he could do all of this? But see, Jesus is bringing out something to help us now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He asked the father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? Question. And he said, of a child. In other words, this was no, this was no little bitty fella. This is a big boy. This ain't no child. But he's been this way ever since he was little. Let's see what the Bible said. And all time, it had, this is what it has. This spirit has cast him into the fire. It has cast him into the water to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said, verse 23, if thou canest believe, all things are possible him that believed. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. Where I fall short, Lord, help me out. Thank you, Lord. This man wanted his son delivered. He wasn't satisfied with his son being like that. And when Jesus saw the people running together, you know what he did? He, re- he rebuked that spirit, saying to them, thou dumb. Notice what he said. Thou dumb. Uh-oh, there's something else. Jesus saw another spirit. Thou dumb and deaf spirit. He's talking to two different spirits. Thou dumb and deaf spirit. Look what he told him. I charge thee to come out of him and enter no more. In other words, he's sending this devil. You will never go back into this child. He's delivered for life. I don't know about you all. I'm delivered for life. Amen. I made up in my mind. I'm saved. Somebody say, once saved, always saved. I don't, I don't believe that, but I believe once you get saved, you can live saved. Amen. There's a possibility you can backslide. But when you have your mind to get saved and stay saved, once saved, always saved. Because you're going to fight the good fight of faith. You're going to lay hell, hold on eternal life. You're not going to allow the enemy to play in your head. You're not going to get off in the stupid stuff. You're not going to fall short on your, let me tell you something. When you fall short on your fasting and your praying, you're going to get off. You can say what you want to say. Stop fasting. Stop praying and stop seeking God. You're going to get calm minded. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You still need to seek God. Oh, God. Jesus done whooped up the devil. He done stirred it up now. Man, look at him. And the spirit cried. Oh, God. That devil know he had to come out. He he, know your your residence is over. You got to move, brother. And and the spirit cried and ran him. Even with Jesus casting him out. The devil tore him in the inside. And he came out of him. And he was like one that was dead. And so much that so many say, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and just lifted him up. And he arose. What am I saying to y'all? What am I saying to us? What am I trying to get us to see? What am I trying to get us to understand? You can be delivered. But you got to want to be delivered. You can be delivered. You got to have a mind to stay delivered. And his disciples, you know, they got Jesus' side privately. You know, mess. I think if we had tried a little bit harder, I believe we could have gotten, no, you weren't going to get nothing. You didn't have enough power. And listen to what Jesus told them. They got Jesus' side away from everybody else. And they asked him to say, why couldn't we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, this kind, this kind of a demon come forth by nothing but what? By prayer and fasting. Let me help the saints of God out. There are some little old demons. You can run up to them and say, I bind you. Scat, the blood's against you. Do what they're going to do. They'll take off. Just like you throw a rock at a dog or a cat. But there are some demons. You tell them, say, come out. They say, come get me. They're going to test what you say you got. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't, tr- don't trouble trouble to trouble trouble you. Don't go looking for trouble. Don't go out there looking at you know, like, oh man, I just want the devil. I'm feeling it. I just want the devil to show. No. You don't, you don't, you don't mean. You don't know what you're talking about. That little Holy Ghost you got. We are nothing without the Holy Ghost. And God has given us a measure of faith. That's why even when you preach, don't preach beyond the measure of faith that God has given you if God haven't given you, don't try to be all of that. But you can be delivered. Do you all not know, in my 50 years of being saved, since the Lord saved me, he delivered me from things. They used to ask me, my own kids, "You daddy, you all right? You all right? Yeah, That's why y'all asking me, am I all right? My voice was heavy. I didn't smile a whole lot. And they said, mama, well, you know, one day I, I looked in the mirror, and I saw my face. I said, oh. And I made it my business to start smiling more. See, I'm doing this right now. I said, I'm smiling. I made it my business. I said, you know what? I'm going to smile more. And I, I had to, I know, I had to, and they, and they were saying, they just, I, I couldn't do that. See, God delivered me from that. And when the Lord delivered me from that, that's no longer a part of me. I ain't getting no help right now. See, there's many deliverances. I, I used to preach. I used to preach. And, and, and I used to see people say, praise God, hallelujah. They say, praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. I said, you know what? I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, deliver me from praise God, hallelujah. Because when i praise God, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, when I go to my whole message, praise God, hallelujah, I could add five minutes to my message. what I'm talking about there's many you might say well, "Well, pastor anything you are bound by you can't help but do it you need deliverance from it uh-huh. and when the Lord deliver you from it then you no longer have to do that you can have a spirit of fear I'm talking about saying Amen. but you 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 want bashful and shame in the world but over here you got a spirit of fear well I would but you, you got the Lord say if you have a drawback spirit he has no pleasure in a draw back spirit, you didn't draw back nothing out there in the world, but now over here in God, I, 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 you know what? I was, I was in, I was gonna say that in Sunday school, and you held it, and then somebody, you know what you do when you hold it? Somebody else is gonna get up and say it. And then, ah, that devil, that ain't the devil, that's you. <laughs> and you just almost protect, protect. Sorry, ain't no sin. Now I'm a hold, and then and somebody else get up and say, "We need deliverance." Y'all know what? We need deliverance. I'm going to turn some corners right now. We need deliverance from coming to church late. Amen. You know, some folk need deliverance just getting up. I ain't getting Let me talk to these ceiling fans. Some of these folks. There. Folk need deliverance from hitting, setting their alarm clock and then hit the snooze button. Amen. Then go back to sleep and sleep like a bear all night. We don't want to say it, but sometimes we just we got some stuff we need to live. We can stay home and don't even bother us. Go on and preach, pastor. Set the barn on fire and run all the horses out. <laughs> when you're an and you're not at church, who's going to do your job? I'm not saying there ain't no reason you can't be at church. But when you got one of the most flaky excuses. I'm tired. We all tired. Amen. My feet hurt. Come to church. You know what? God have you up here buck dancing. Be, you be shouting. So you say, "Oh, they stop the music," and you still shouting. But why well, my feet was hurting, I guarantee you, after church starts, your feet stop hurting. You're getting no help right now. The Bible tells us not to be slowful in business. You can be delivered from being slowful in business, paying late charges. Just got the money, but just, just slow for I ain't getting no help right now. I don't like late charges. I stay on, I do my best. And if I pay a bill late, when I write stuff on my calendar, on my debt, if I write, if I pay it late, I put it in big letters. That's on me. And put it in parentheses. Like the other day, I had a bill came due on the 21st, and for whatever reason, I put it on the 22nd. When I got ready to pay, it said, it's late. I said, what, late? How? Then I looked at the bill. It said the 21st. I said, that's on me. Got quiet up in there when I started talking about folk being slowful. <laughs> and one thing you can't beat is a sorry usher. That's your job. Right. Well, my, uh, uh well, why do I, go back, that's your job. A slow for preacher. That's your job. Yeah, got quiet a bit Folks can be on time at work, but they can't be on time when they come to church. They find reasons, excuses. But you need deliverance. get no help. You can get delivered on Sunday morning, Or you get up early. Get your prayer in. Get you some coffee if you drink coffee. Drink each of some cereal if you want some cereal. Make your ham and egg sandwich or whatever you want to do. Whatever. And then go and get dressed and be on time for Sunday school. And you're you delivered. And you ain't getting it out of devil. Dog. No, you're glad about it because it was time to go to church. Amen. Amen. Y'all be surprised what you can see on these cameras. You can be delivered. Once a sorry spirit get a hold of you, ain't a slothful spirit get a hold of you, a procrastinating spirit get a hold of you. You know what you find yourself doing? Almost procrastinating everything. You find yourself always fixing the mud, patting it, getting it right. Well, I, this is why I did it. And you can, you know what? I keep saying, an excuse is the first cousin to a lie. They like two sisters, a twin. One got a mole, and other one don't. And if you look at them from the wrong side, both of them look like lies. I don't need no help this morning. I'm, 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 I'm on the radio. I'm on TV. You can get delivered. You can get delivered and paying on your ties, And start paying your ties. ain't getting no help right now. You can get delivered when you go home on Sunday morning, eat, set your alarm clock. So you can be back on time for church at Sunday night. We start at 730. We can't turn the cameras on at 730. We can't unlock the doors at 730. We have to check all our equipment before 730. You need to be in your place. Greeter, you can't greet folks in your car. You need to be on your job. You're a cameraman or cameraman, You need to make sure your walkie-talkie is working. Your camera is set. Your tripod is tight. Your lens and everything is zooming in and out. I'm ready when the, when the time comes. Roll cameras. Amen. I was looking at a young man last night on the news. 59 years ago, I believe he said it was, when John Kennedy came to Dallas. And they were in Fort Worth. I believe Eastern Hill, the band, played. And he was a trumpet player. He said they were about 64 of them. They were back there waiting. And when they gave the signal for the president to get ready to come in, they started playing hell to the chief. But when they gave him the signal, they started playing. Well, where's my trumpet at? What you mean where your trumpet at? Don't nobody say nothing. Don't even grunt. You can be delivered. But you got to want to be delivered. You got to take your job special. You got to take your job as being important. You got to take your job as I'm a part of this machine. It's what I do. Help makes the machine work. Richard Hinton came down to full gospel years ago and he complimented the apostle. He said, your church is like a well oiled machine but he didn't know what it took to make it be that. When I went to church one Sunday and they told me, they said, did you know you're, uh, we're going on TV? I said, I heard about it. They said, did you know you're the floor director? I said, it would be nice if somebody had told me. That became my job. I didn't know nothing about television, but I went at it with everything I had because I knew my pastor was counting on me and what we put out was going to represent our church. It was my job. When I cued him in and told him to start talking, he started talking. When I gave him the cuts and when I counted him down, we off there. I used to go to church. And when I go to church, it's like I was, I used to go to church and be like everybody else, just shouting and having a good time. But when I went to church then, it was like going to work. And then when when we went off there, I was like, thank you, Jesus. We made another broadcast. People don't take what they do serious. When you get up here and conduct service, it ain't no game. And get delivered. Just like the Lord cast the devil out of this boy. It's time for church folk to wake up. I'm talking about saved folk. It's time for us to start getting serious about what we do. This is for the glory of God. This is for the, the we're representing heaven. This ain't no slouch show. Everything we do in word or deed, we do it as unto the Lord. Everything we do, we're representing Christ. you go to the grocery store, you're representing Christ. When you're at the mall, you're representing Christ. When you're at the car wash. On your job in school. When you do better, I do better. Make a better us. Time's out for foolishness. Jesus cast the devil out of this boy. And when he cast the devil out, he told him, he said, you'll never go in him again. That young man never had that problem again. And whom the son set free. This is what I'm saying. When the Lord set you free, you are free indeed. Listen to what I'm saying. You are free from the curse of the law. You are free from the curse of the law. You are free from the old sins that you committed. But now, after you get saved, you still need to get delivered. And I'm going to tell you something else. Line upon line, precept upon precept, until the Lord called you home. Paul say, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this is one thing I do. I'm forgetting those things which are behind. I'm reaching forth unto those things which are before. He said, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And he told me, not as though I had already attained. But I'm seeking that that, I, that, that, that apprehended me, that I might be apprehended. I need to get my act together. And the Lord said, when thou art converted, strengthen your brother. Don't try to deliver nobody until you get delivered. I ain't getting no help right now. People got a lot of little bitty things they need to get delivered from. Well, amen. Little attitudes, little little flaky stuff. You might not look at it much, but you get a little this and a little that, a little left at the whole line. Folks, you know, you just one walking mess. When folk got to wait to see which one of you came to church before they say anything to you. It's your say, sir. Folk crying and spitting tears and blowing bubbles and everything, meaning a junkyard junkyard door. Rub them the wrong way and they come out. You can be delivered. Whom the Son set free. When, the, when Christ come in your life, the Holy Ghost comes to give you people. Hear what I'm saying. I'm getting ready to call. When the Holy Ghost come into your life, you know what the Holy Ghost do. He gives you power. I know one thing. When the Lord saved me and filled me, I am not the fellow I used to be. Amen. For we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. You don't do what you used to do. I don't care what you say. You need to knock women down, drag them by the hair, hit them like a Man, Now when you get saved, you'll carry them on your shoulder. You deliver. I ain't getting no help right now. Instead of bringing a baseball bat, you bring roses. Come on, come on. You can be delivered. The Lord said, I know God saved me. I know God saved me. I told God, I said a long time ago, even before I got saved, I said, you know what? I told an old buddy of mine, he told he, th- he made this slide, he said, you know what? He said, man, before I graduate, I'm going to have a baby. I said, well, you go ahead, brother. I know where all my children are. I played quarterback in high school. No, uh, senior quarterback, he tried to tell me, "Say, man, don't get hung up on no one young lady. You know, you're a quarterback. You can just have all of them you want. Honey. You know what my mind said was? Well, I always wanted one woman that I could live with for the rest of my life. You know what God did? I didn't even know she wasn't even in Texas. And God sent me all the way to New York to find her. Ah, and he did Find it. I ain't getting no help. I, I, I'm going to stay in the scripture. But he that findeth a wife. I found my good thing. Yeah. She's my good thing and I'm her better thing. Oh, thank you. Woo. See, when she do better and I do better. <laughs> ain't getting no help. It, 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 take, it takes a better to help a better. Thank you. What's that old saying? They used to tell us a good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your what? Your better is best. Ay, thank you, Lord. Ain't he good? You got to do bad. You got to be delivered. You got to stay delivered. It don't matter what comes your way, I'm delivered. I don't give somebody. said, Pastor, I brought you a 24-pack Or what? But uh, you might want take that bag. You brought that to the wrong man. I don't drink. Pastor, I brought you this pretty purple bag. Crown Royal. I don't care what you pay for. I, I don't drink. You can take that back. Pastor, I got a cup. I got a lid. I got some good dope. Some of y'all know what good dope. I ain't talking about that mixed with alfalfa. Alpha, I'm talking about some good dope. You might well take your good dope. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know God saved a fool. We went to a party one time, and you know what they did? They had a big punch bowl, had it full of pills. And what you supposed to do? Just walk up there and grab your handful, throw them in your mouth, and wash them down with a beer. Ain't God good? You don't know if you're taking uppers, downers, birth control pills. You don't know what you're taking. You're taking, like, and all of a sudden your body just gets going, working, and jumping, and acting crazy. What's going? All that stuff is in you. The only one did some foolish. He saved us. He saved us. He saved us. You think I'm gonna go back to that beggar way like you think I'm gonna go back over there where all them cutthroats, hypocrites, and actors are? But when it wasn't a, and then and the sad part about it, I'm not saying it's bad. But then Paul came back and said, and I was among false brethren. That's in the church. And then he said, brethren, lie not one to another. Why would he say brothers don't lie? Because brothers were lying. Say this for somebody. Say, well, that's me, reason I don't want to get saved. You're still going to hell. In the holiness church, that's where the hypocrites supposed to be. Amen. See, in the other churches, they're, all, they're already hypocrites. Because they haven't told you you can't live it. Even the pastor said you can't live it. If y'all notice, a man can do anything but die. But then when he runs for public office, he got to be squeezy clean. But they haven't told The preacher has been saying forever, you can't live it. Why y'all want to scrutinize him so hard? He, he, he was going to church. His pastor told him for years. You can't help it. But now he got a girlfriend. Now he got a boyfriend. Now he got a boyfriend. God. Hey God. Then they want to say, well, they want to dig up something. The other day, I'm just saying this. I'm going to help some of us out. show you how the devil will do. The other day, they picked up a, they had a picture of uh, Little Rock. Back when they had to escort the kids in, in the school in Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, it was 65 years ago. And somewhere in the picture, somebody, all these people, they highlighted Jerry Jones. And then they want to say, well, is that why we ain't never had a black coach? Because he's prejudiced? Some of us old 65 old rascals, think about some of the stuff we did. And then people are going to try to paint a picture of this man because he was in a group, not on the front line, back in a group at school 65 years ago. This is what the media do. To try to make him look like a dog. As if to say a person can't change. How many of us had views and the Lord changed us? How many of us thought things one way and did things different way, but the Lord changed us? How many of us men played with our sisters, and you could also have a doll. But when you grew up, you find out I don't play with dolls. Ain't getting no help. I mean, some folks, some folks couldn't turn the doll loose. That's why they stayed with the doll. (laughs) How many sisters used to play with them cap pistols, and you were Annie Oakley. But when you grew up, you put your cap pistol up. Ain't getting no help, running. my sister and them was watching a western one time. Man, they was in there watching TV, watching this western. They said, we going outside. We going to play uh, cowboys in India. Then we had those big old pearl looking handle pissing big crone. And you put a whole roll of caps in there. And you put them, some of y'all, I ain't, some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Some folks do. And you can hit it. And them caps will come up. That was your pop, pop. Was- <laughs> My cousin come running around the house. My sister waiting on the corner. And she saw somebody knock somebody out on TV, and she took that big old pistol. And when he came around that corner, when he turned that corner, she wham! Boy. she didn't knock him out. It was some howling going on that day. My oldest brother—they watching him. Watch—we watching this Western. And we went outside, and they took my brother, put a rope up in the tree, put a rope around his neck, stood him on a five-gallon bucket. I'm just saying. We all got delivered from some stuff. You, know, you know, say, "Well, uh, I'll pass." No, we all got some. Got delivered from some stuff. If it wasn't up for going there stealing peanut butter at night, we got delivered from something. Hiding crackers over behind the bed. We got delivered from something. Well, we were like somebody, we're like we like, they're going to eat a pile of crackers. You got a whole pack of crackers in there. Here, Stealing over your cookies and hiding them. They've been in there so long, they got hard, you can't hardly bite them. Wrapped up in a paper towel. We all got delivered from something. Well, amen. Amen. I'm just saying. We all got delivered. God, you can be delivered. Yes, you can. But you got you to gotta have a walk to. Everybody standing mm-hmm. to your feet. I'm through. Somebody say, I'll pass it. Well, you ain't got to worry. Cowboys ain't playing. To. You ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> but God's a good God. Mm-hmm. One thing I like about holiness, just keep it real. You got to play no game. Just keep it real. Just, just keep it real. Keep it real. Amen. Some people, some people. God deliver us from some stuff we don't we don't even want to talk about. Amen. Amen. Some people some people get used to just chew toilet tissue. Put toilet tissue in their mouth and just chew. Just crazy stuff. Amen. People had some crazy habits. Just stuff that didn't make any sense. But we got delivered. God to deliver you from a selfish spirit. Some folk they, they 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 hog food. Plenty of food, but they just think they think somebody. We had some kids come to our house one time and we had a candy bowl at the front door. And they went they were on their way out. And they were just putting candy in their pocket. <laughs> we were telling, you know, we we got plenty. you don't have to do that. Had food and stuff and they were just stuffing themselves just stuffing themselves with food I said we got plenty but see they had come up in an environment where it wasn't always like that y'all might not, y'all might say oh Pat you haven't been in that environment when it wasn't enough and they didn't know it the, and, and, and they were trying to just get in, putting stuff in their pockets because they were afraid uh, you can be the if you're a sinner this morning, you can be delivered from sin. Not only you can be delivered from sin, you can be delivered from yourself. This morning, I know I said a plenty, but it took a plenty this morning. Somebody needs to be delivered. Don't pick up no crazy habits. Young girls, don't play with young girls. Young boys, don't, don't play with young boys. I can break it down if I have to. Don't let no young boy put his hands on you. Young girls, don't let no young girl be putting their hands on you. Spirits are transferable. Yes, they are. Amen. When you go spend the night with folks, no, we ain't playing that, no. We ain't experimenting. I know I'm saying a whole lot. Pam, some of y'all, why act like, well, you don't know nothing? You better wake up. i well, they just went Well, they just went over to Christine's house. That's my sister. They don't mean nothing because you're. Your niece, she's full of the devil. Amen. Well, that's my niece. You just got a niece full of the devil. And you don't, you don't allow your kids. I don't care if it's even relevant. Our kids, they, they pretty much stayed at home. Amen. If they went somewhere, we knew exactly where they were going. But they weren't just over in everybody's house. And, and if they stayed for so long, after a while, it's time for y'all to come. Go, it was time to go get, go, go get the kids. Because y'all need to be in, in y'all's beds. I'm gonna tell y'all something else. When when Mom and I went to sleep and they and we had, company, we didn't just go in there we ah, all night to daybreak. No, we we're we'll go going and open the door and just check on her. Man, Ain't getting no help. Susie raised the wonder and go out the wonder. And meet Tyrone out in the back. Y'all in there growling like bears. She know how to she know how to set the alarm and cut it off. Can be delivered, but you got to want to be. Right now, I'm getting ready to pray for somebody in our viewing audience. Somebody needed this this morning. Somebody that's professing Christ, you needed this this morning because ugliness is not a part of Christ. The spirit of God is the spirit of love. The spirit of Christ is the spirit of love. And when God came, he gave his son. His son gave his life. Why? Because he loved us. And when we take on Christ, the spirit of Christ, we take on the spirit of love. And love worketh no ill toward his neighbor. Love won't hurt nothing that it loves. And right now, I'm getting ready to pray for somebody right now in our viewing audience. Right where you are, Lifting your hands to an almighty God. If you're not saved, if you're not filled, lift your hands right where you are and ask God. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Save me right now. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. God, in Jesus' name, do it right now. You heard that request. You heard that prayer. Do it right. Those that are sick in their body. Give them a miracle. Raise them up for your glory and your honor. Lord, the saints of God, stir up your minds. Take them to another height. Take them to another level. Help them to see themselves that we may be a greater, a better representative of the kingdom of heaven. And we thank you. We give you the glory. And we give you the praise. In Jesus' name. There it is, my brothers and my sisters. I gave you what Christ gave me. Amen. We had an awesome service this morning. This is our youth weekend. Looking forward to another great time. Service starts at 730 this evening. Tell somebody about the service. Tell somebody about UHDT. Share this broadcast with somebody. And those of you that's been contributors to this ministry, we want you to know we appreciate you every dime you've given, everything you've done in the upbuilding of this ministry. We want you to know we appreciate it. You'll find how you can give to this ministry on the screen. If you want to be a sore in something that's doing something for God. One thing I don't do: I don't beg. I don't. I mean, you do it because you want to do it. Because see, God is a sustainer, and God's gonna be who He's gonna be, and He's gonna be God all by Himself. Remember, you don't have a problem. All you need is faith in God. And we come your way again next time. I want you to go with God, and I promise you, God will go with you.